This episode of the Golf Gaming Podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. And for boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So go sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit bonus uh, to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. And picks, uh, prize picks. Prize picks is DFS simplified. Head over to prizepicks.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. And Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And, of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, DJs, to the DFS and betting show for the Houston Open. It's your boy, Boston Capper, and the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, you ready for uh, so the Texas, the Texas, some Texas love? The uh, back to the uh, United States swing. You know, yeah. we have shot link and everything. Yeah, of course. Oh, I'm shot link. Oh, my Lord. I know. We're so spoiled, aren't we? So, no, I, I, I'm definitely ready for uh, the Houston Open. Um, you know, I crunched a lot of stats this week and got some interesting leans. I mean, it's, it's always hard when, you know, you only got one tournament to bank on and there's always, you know, there's the period where we haven't seen either some of these guys about a month or we haven't seen any of the Shursky data. So it's tough. You kind of gotta, you know, either have faith with some of the guys you're picking, you know, trying to match golf course fit to a golf course with limited rounds that might play a little differently than last year. Yeah, it's going to be tough, but, uh, I think I got some good picks this week. So, uh, yeah, let's get right to it. So, uh, you know, you listened to my little spiel on uh, Sunday. And uh, um, I guess where's your head at as far as, like, the last 48 hours of digesting stuff and uh, what you uh, plan handicapping with this week? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, like we talked about, right, like like being long off the tee um, I think is important. It's not the most important thing, but I definitely don't want a short knocker. Um, and from my, from my text earlier, I'm sure you can see I want better longer iron players, right? And I was trying to kind of decipher through some information on, all right, who's good at this and who's good at that. And even Texas, you know, it's weird there's no overlap. I mean, it's, it's a 25-yard increments. I don't know if you have something that that maybe they do overlap based on what you told me, but like I couldn't find anybody who overlapped in the, at least the 175 to 200 range. It was weird. Uh, but yeah, just, just uh, you know, uh, strong, longer iron players, good off the box. And uh, I, I think around the green, man, I mean, last, last year it was really tough around the green. And I, I, I don't, I think I set it up the same way. I think that's the biggest question for me since the masters isn't following the next week are they still going to set it up the same way they did last year so here's the thing and this is actually in reference to something i was complaining about uh earlier with you um so i looked the scorecard yardage last year of memorial park was around seven thousand fifty mm-hmm. yards sure, and yeah. and people are saying oh it's a really long golf course and i was saying well i mean it was seven thousand yards but people are getting to the right answer for the wrong reasons you know there's still a lot of long approach shots in the greens there but I looked on the PJ Tour website, and in fact, they are um, doing 7,400 yard scorecards. So they're pushing back the tee boxes. Oh shit! I guess. Okay. So it is going to be a very long par 70. Ooh. And God, it's oh, they be- didn't even adjust the 70, and they lengthened it by 400. Yeah, I think number 18 is usually a par five for mm-hmm. the the public, and it's going to be a par four for this tournament. So, right. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like. It, 
I still think it'll play difficult because it is a longer golf course. Um, we'll talk about the weather report, but I think it's going to play pretty firm. Now the wind's not going to be as bad as last year. Um, but yeah, I guess one other thing I want to mention too, with your proximity stats, I mean, those are pretty misleading just because, you know, it, there's a lot of noise in that data, you know, Mm -hmm. it could be like any of your proximity stats, all it really tells you, tells you just how close the ball is to the hole. But I mean, sometimes a guy would opt to be 30 feet from the hole because it's a safe, you know, approach shot. Or if a guy goes flag hunting, he misses the wrong places, 15, that actually looks better in the stats. So, and there's like uphill shots, downhill shots. I mean, like what we really need is the strokes gain data by yardage, which I have not been able to find anywhere. Yeah. I think, I think it's kept behind in like secret. I think some people have it. Yeah. I just, I am able to find it. So, but, but how I did proximity, I took the last three years. You know, that's a pretty big sample size. And I just did 175 plus it covers everything. Right. And then just a composite average, basically. And I'm not I'm not using his gospel. You know, it's just the cherry on top. If I like a guy or maybe I don't like a guy and I see that that might push me over the edge and maybe not like somebody. So right. but um, no, I, I use more about like, you know, course comps. I mentioned Augusta National, Riviera, um, TBC Scottsdale. I thought there were some co- crossovers between guys who did well last year there. Um, you know, with Augusta and Riviera, there's a lot of, you know, undulated greens and place firm and that place, you know, Memorial Park's probably going to do the same thing. A couple other golf courses I noticed just racking my brain that had like really undulated greens and like tight chipping areas around it. Well, Trinity Forest is one, you know, and that's also by Corn Crenshaw. And I kind of think Tom Doak and Corn Crenshaw, just how they kind of set up golf courses, their architectural style, it's pretty similar. You know, I mean, they both try and set up a golf course where, you know, it's pretty easy to make par or make bogey if you just want to. If you want to play safe golf, you can do it. But if you're somebody like a pre-season pro wants to go low, maybe get aggressive and you miss the wrong spot, you get punished. And that's usually pretty good golf design. And both those guys tend to set up the golf courses and, you know, build them the same. So, yeah. So, like, I mean, Trinity Forest is a core in Crenshaw. Kapalua is a core in Crenshaw. I think the principles there are basically the same. WGC Concession also was undulated and had tight chipping areas around there, too. That was more of, like, late-stage Jack, too, when he kind of talked more to, like, you know, modern golf architecture. Like, it's it's like a different – it's different than, like, the memorial, how he used to build it. So, I looked at those golf courses, and I was able to find some guys you know, I like this week. So. Okay. Yeah, we'll go there. So why don't we go over uh, some DFS ownership and then uh, we'll get to the weather port and then uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, let's take a look here. So so uh, 10K range is fucking actually really big this week. It's kind of funny, man. So everybody's chalky up here, basically. I mean, it's pretty spread out. I guess nobody really owns a whole lot other than Sam Burns, highest owned player at the highest price. And then look, for good reason, right? Like I said, I, mean, I don't know if you can find a flaw in this game right now. Right. Um, I mean, maybe not in the surface, maybe not in this golf course, but yeah, I mean, he's, right. I, I think I heard a stat that over the last 50 rounds, only John Rahm has been better than him. Total yeah. Game. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's really, I mean, look, I, I, whatever. He's jockey for a fucking reason. I mean, the lowest owned guy in this, in this range is like 10%. That's Tony Finau. Yeah. yeah. He's a long, he's a long hitter. I think he did reasonably well last year at the golf yeah. course. Yeah. So, um, and then in the nine K range, I'm actually surprised Brooks. He's not. 
chalkier at 9,900. With as much as I've read and heard, Gooch and Wise are the two chalky options in the 9K range. Um, which, like I said, both make sense, right? Like, I haven't seen really any bad chalk yet. Actually, I take that back. So you might disagree with me on this. Adam Scott at the third, like, basically higher than – he's the third highest owned here. I do not like Adam Scott here. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Yeah, him. we can talk about that. Yeah. Um, and then the AK range is really not chalk. Uh, the highest owned guy is 13%. Uh, my guy, Seamus Power. Uh, 7K range, uh, you got Mito, you know, usual suspects, Johnny Vegas, right? Long off the tee. Um, eh, that's pretty much it for the 7K range. Unless yeah, I mean, de- definitely people were looking at a particular blueprint this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I missed HV3, HV3 at yep. uh, 14. So yeah, so he's so he's high out in the six K range. Uh, <laughs> like we said, usual suspects, right? Luke List, um, Thigala, and then Swafford only at five percent. I mean, I feel like that's actually not bad based on how he's been playing lately. Seb Straka, I know he did well here last year, but I mean six percent Seb Straka, what can go wrong? Uh, and then Denny yeah, McCaffrey. people are just looking for the course history at that point. Yeah, I mean, the same thing with uh, and then uh, Denny McCarthy, six percent, and other than that, everything else is pretty much spread out. So. Well, I mean, the Denny McCarthy thing I've heard this a couple times is he's the best Bermuda putter in the field. So yeah. you gotta you gotta yeah, get I mean, the, for, you gotta get to the green to give yourself a chance at par birdie for that. Well, time. I mean, it's it's just funny coming from people that. It's all about, oh, the ball striking and putting regression. And the one thing they're going to with this guy is about how he putts. Yeah. It, it kind of shows how hypocritical we can be sometimes in this industry. You know, to make oh, yeah. Point. yeah. Yeah, we'll twist whatever narrative we want. Right. <laughs> so, absolutely. All there right. So, yeah. So as far as uh, the weather for this year, if you remember last year, it was pretty windy. It was firm. It was it was a fun turn awesome. to watch. Yeah. So it, it hasn't been much rain, at least this week. And I think when I was doing a preview of the course last year, it drains pretty well. So I don't think it's going to any rain they may have got last week or so. It's probably going to play pretty firm. You know, as far as like turf conditions, probably going to be the same. Not going to be a whole lot of wind, though. So I think guys will probably have a little easier time hitting greens, you know, keeping the ball in play. But I still think. It's going to play tough, especially because it's 7,400 yards, and there's a lot of little tricks and nuances about this place that I think is going to annoy the guys. So, okay. yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a fun tournament and definitely a change of pace. Well, I hope it is. I hope it's a change of pace in, like, the 2,500s we've been seeing lately. And if it, and if it is, that's that's going to be a shame. But I'm, I'm hoping to see a little bit of car week. So yeah, uh, why don't we take a quick break, and then uh, we'll dive right into DraftKings. All right, sounds good. Well, listen, if you guys are ready to win and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing you the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet a buck to win 100 bucks on any sport. Plus, you can get up to a $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make your first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. 100 to get you 200 bucks. Max wager is $750. Uh, great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted ballets to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. So, ready to play sign up today and receive a special offer a risk-free thousand dollar sports bet bet big win bigger with win bet download the win bet app now or visit wynnbet.com all right 
Let's dive into DraftKings. Boston Capper, why don't you go first to the $10,000 range? Will you tell me about one guy you really like and one guy you're fading? So, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to talk about Burns, right? He's he's just an obvious play. Form, everything, like whatever. Like, like we, we come out uh, Wednesday morning, so everybody's already listened to some stuff. So, you know all the reasons to play Burns, so I'm going to skip over that. Um, I like uh, I like Terrell Hatton, man. He played well here last year. Um, he's good with his long irons. If he can putt, he's he's fine. Yeah, he's fine off the tee. He's nothing great, nothing terrible. He's not extraordinary long. He's not very short. But I love his iron play. Uh, I like his makeup. Like I said, played good here um, last year. And yeah, dude, he, he's my guy. And at 10K, he's one of the he's one of the lower owned guys at 11. percent um, I would have picked another dude, but I know you're going to talk about him, so I skipped him. Uh, I'm going to let you do that. And uh, as far as my fade, uh, it's Wolf, man. Like at this big at this at this big boy course. He, he's not going to be able to play his his two iron and his three wood off off the box. He's going to have to take out the driver, and that's what gets him into trouble. Say say, say his name. Wolf. Well, don't 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 actually say his name. There's a reason why you're fading him. That we're not going to we're not going to mention on the show. Oh, was he? So was he him too? Yes, I sent you that message. Yesterday. You did, and I, you know what's funny is I completely forgot until right now. But I, in reality, I was—that's funny. That's hilarious. Yes, that just solidifies it. Like I forgot. Like that's perfect. That's so fucking perfect. Like that makes me so happy. Like yes, absolutely, hundred percent. That I am. I am. I am so. I might bet him to miss the fucking cut now. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think subconsciously you came to that decision because that was just deep well, in the recesses of your brain, and then and then you spun a narrative in order. Like, but I remember I was texting you. I was like, "Yo, is like, is he ever going to take his driver out again? Like he was so good off the box last week when he wasn't taking out his driver. And if you think about all his problems, it, it's it's when he goes wild off the box. And, I guess. I mean, I mean, there's not really a whole lot of trouble off the tee this week. That's kind of is why like, and I kept kind of set it up this way. But no, I I I get it. I I think it's. I don't hate it just based on who a certain <laughs> person really likes this week. That's so. hilarious. I completely forgot right. about that when I was doing that today. <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate you not uh, stepping all over me with my love of Cam Smith this week. And I mean, the, the narrative is just length, length, length. Well, I mean, he averages over the last three years, he's averaged 298.7 off the tee. And like, listen, I think there's just a magic mark of 300. And the fact that Basically, the difference between a guy who hits a 300 and how far he hits it is basically me, six foot me. It's not a difference at all. So length is not really an issue for me. Usually the issue with Cam Smith is that he is really erratic. He gets in trouble off the tee sometimes. Well, I mean, like we talked about on Sunday, it's there's not a whole lot of trouble off the tee. You know where these guys are going to test at this place are uneven lies and around the green and navigating the undulated greens. And he has been great at a lot of those types of places. Augusta national. He's got two top tens Riviera. He's, he has two top tens, uh, WGC concession. I think he finished 11th too. you know, so a lot of golf courses that value, you know, good play around the green off tight lies and putting really well on fast undulated surfaces. And the fact that he just has been so good. Like I crapped on him at the CJ cup. I thought that wasn't a golf course for him. And he ended up finishing top 10. I mean, he's come, he's come close to winning a couple of times. His lone win came on Bermuda. I guess that solidifies it for me. So yeah, I I think he's getting overlooked a little bit this week because everybody's like, Oh, bomber, bomber, bomber. And if it plays firm, he has plenty of pop off the team in order to keep up. So he's, I, on, I, he's on a lot of outrights. 
Is he? Well, yeah. I'm shielded from that. That's yeah, I know. I just want to let you know. Like you, okay. he's on a lot of outrights. Okay. Well, you know what? Then I guess I'm you're, gonna. You're on him first anyway. I already told you. You texted me on fucking Friday about him or Saturday. Some fucking. It was it like, was Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro! This turn was yeah. not even. So, and, and then my fade. I mean, I. I'm just gonna keep sticking with in, with my theory that just Tony Fina and Bermuda just doesn't mix. Like okay. I I I I hammered that at East Lake. You know, he didn't do well there at WGC FedEx at, you know, St. Jude. He didn't do well there either. It just it seems like with Finau, either it's got to be Bentgrass, Poa or the overseeded stuff. And when it's pure Bermuda, he just his results haven't been as good. So if I'm going to criticize somebody in this range, I'm going to go with a guy that just doesn't have a very good track record on this type of turf, even if he did relatively OK last year. Like it's just one tournament. So yeah. uh I really like Smith, and then I'm going to fade uh, Tony Fino. I like it. All right, 9K range. What you got? All right, so we started Brooks Cup at $9,900. We go all the way down to Patrick Reed, $9,000. Uh, Carlos Ortiz withdrew today, but he was nowhere really on my radar, so it doesn't really impact anything for me. Um, you know, I'm not really sure why. I mean, I guess I know why. Everybody's going to Gooch and Aaron Wise of the ownership, but yeah. I crapped on Joaquin Neiman last week, and he did good. And no one really knows. You don't really know why, because there was no source gain data, but maybe he figured things out. I mean, he finished top 10 and I would have thought just based on how popular he was last week that people would go to him. They're not just because I guess he's priced around other guys who people like a little better, maybe better statistical darlings. But hey, listen, I mean, he's really long off the tee. And if he's right, you know, maybe he can do some damage here. So I like Nima, especially if he's 10 percent, everybody else is 20 around him. I mean, I'm going to go to bat for Aaron Wise again. Um, listen, I know you're rolling your eyes because you think. No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I told you I don't hate him. I just hated the last week. I didn't like it. Shut down my throat. man. I mean, I, it, it does see even though the DFS ownership is high, it doesn't seem like he's being shoved down your throat as much this week. Right. No. Okay. So, all right. So there you're, you're opinion him just wait a little bit. I, I guess since I mentioned Trinity Forest, I mean, his lone win came there. That was a golf course with tight Bermuda lies on, on undulated Bermuda greens. Um, he just has been a stud. Like, I mean, he's, he finished top 15 last week. I mean, I can only assume the ball striking was pretty good, you know, but he played well there last year. He's been playing well in general. I think I'm just going to keep riding them. And then my fade is, so I don't like Adam Scott for DFS. I don't mind if you put a top 10 prop on it, like plus 325. The one thing that really concerns me and like, I mean, there's a lot to like about him. The fact that like a lot of my comp course history he did really good at, uh, you know, on Bermuda, he's pretty good. Just tee to green in general. He's added a lot of length. He's a great iron player. What scares me is that he's a mess around the greens. Like he, I like, I think the first round of the Shriners, he's not making the cut, but like he was, I was wondering if he had the yips around the greens. And if, if he is, has like a couple, maybe if he has like an off day with his irons, I really worry about the bogeys kind of piling up for him. Cause he just is a, he's just a mess around him. So, and if you're struggling around the greens, just having the chip off tight lies, isn't really going to do it for you. So like, I think it got to one point, like it was a clear, obvious at the Shriers, it was clear and obvious he should chip onto the green, and he took a, a putter, and he mm -hmm. came like ten feet short. Like, that's how you know like, <laughs> he, it's in his head. So that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, that well, that's the point of this golf course is that you and I we put onto the surface, and if we're 
15 feet away for par, we're like, all right, we'll take that one shot. Yeah, bogey golf, yeah. baby, let's go. But if you're Adam Scott and 15 feet away, like that, that's, that doesn't cut it. So, yeah, I, I think I would be careful with him with DFS. If you want to throw like a top 10 up prop on him, I think that's fine because it's three to one in and like, you know, if it hits, then, you know, you cash. If you don't, then you just toss in the trash and hope something else hits. So, yeah, so I like Wise and Eamon and I'm fading Scott. So what about you? I mean, it literally, like, I mean, every reason you said to fade Scott was why I, that's my fade too. This is actually he terrifies me around the fucking greens, and I know I know his his putting is is better, but he's still a guy who fucking what was that tournament? Uh, was it like two months ago where he had like a four, yeah, like I mean, like I, I don't trust him at all, and especially around the greens. No, thank you. I'm gonna I'm with you on that. And then Gooch, man, like everybody loves Wise. Right, everybody loves Wise. Everybody loves Gooch too, right? Uh, uh, based on his ownership, but Gooch has been better than Wise. He's been better than Wise recently. Um, his form's really, really good. Um, yeah, man. Like I just, I, I, I would really like if this dude would break through. I, I, I mean, why can't he win here? You know what I mean? Why not? Like, no, I, I, I agree. I, I think he can win. I think. I, I never like coming off a guy who came off a really close call and kind of blew it on Sunday. But he he top five at at CJ too. No, I, I know, but he wasn't really in the mix though. Yeah, that's true. That's a thing. Like, like if you're like in the mix and you kind of blow it, the next week there's a little bit of hangover. Like, yeah. I mean, he was. I but, think he was. I think he was tied with Hovland at one point on the front nine, and then or he was yeah. one back. He was, it was one, one back, back maybe. One back. And then I think he doubled a hole, and it's like a really bad double on eighteen. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I, I statistic. I have no argument on paper against Gooch. So I think no. just just a preference. I just I think I'm more of an Aaron Wise guy. You're more of a Gooch guy. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. This is what it is. Yeah. So that, that's my pick in this in this range. I only grabbed one just because of my builds. I'm I'm actually ended up getting two 10K guys and Gooch or Wise, and then I'm going low, baby. <laughs> I like hearing that. All right, why don't we take another break, and then uh, we'll keep breaking down the tiers. All right, man. You guys have heard me talk about PropSwap. It is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Prop bets, PropSwap always has the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. See a bet you like, but you think the price is too high. Submit a bid for the price you think is fair, and then buy it. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to 500 bucks. Double the cash means double the odds, and if you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every single day, so go get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, let's move on to the $8,000 range. Capper, why don't you kick it off with two guys you like and one guy you don't? All right, so... I got a question on the dude for you, and we'll, we'll, sure. we'll, do, we'll do that after, right? So I'll, I'll get the two guys, but there's a guy who's nagging me. I feel like I want to pick, but I'm a little gun shy about it. Um, so anyway, my guys, Seamus Power, man. I mean, you want to talk about a dude who's in great fucking form. Listen, you can, you can, like, he's in great form. Like, you know what I mean? He's long off the tee. Um, it, like, strokes gain. He's like 11th in the field. Like, whatever. Like, it, like he's playing well. He's not, and I know he's older than I thought he was. <laughs> right. But, but listen, maybe he figured it out. I mean, he's been good for a while now. Like, this isn't, this isn't a field thing that's going to scare him off. Like, I'll tell you, I, I, like, I mean, what? Three top twenties, almost two top tens. His last two, like, give me some Seamus Power. He's not 
uber chalky. Um, I like him. And then I like. Wait, did you, did you say that Seamus is long off the box? Yeah. Okay. Who hits it farther, him or Cam Smith? Smith. Bad by a yard. Yeah, whatever, dude. I mean, that's such splitting fucking hands. Like, whatever. Like, I listen. If if I just correct the record, sir. Uh, and I, I never said Smith was a shot. I think he's fine off the box. Whatever, fucking whatever, dude. Right, Continue. One, one, yeah. I talk about six foot. You're talking about the length of the puck. No, you just say he's a bomber, and like I didn't say he was a bomber. I said he's. I said he's long off the box, and he can get long. Like whatever, he's fine. All right, all right, quote unquote long. It is. Whatever. And I, and I like him around the green. He's a great form. Like whatever, man. I like him a lot. Um, and then I like Leishman. Um, scares me a little bit around the green, but he's in pretty decent form. Uh, from the last times we saw him, this seems like a golf course for him. Um, I like his long iron approaches. Um, he worries me off the box and he's not so wild off the box that I worry about too much because like you said, it's pretty wide open. He has not a lot of trouble off the, off of it. So yeah, man, give me, give me Leishman. This is, uh, this is another one of my guys that I feel like I haven't seen in a while. Um, but yeah, give me, give me Leishman. And then really, I mean, a fade in here. I don't know. I wanted to fade Homa. But are you looking for a reaction out of me? No, this is not even a guy I have a question on. It's just like I wanted to fade. I don't really know. I don't think I'm really fading anybody in this range because I'm really not touching this range that much. I'm typically grabbing one of these guys on a different build and moving down. So I'm not like I'm not I'm not really fading anybody. You know, it's funny. I had the same reaction with this range. It's kind of like I don't really love. I mean, there's there's one guy I love. Like, but overall, there's not really a whole lot of guys I really like, but there's not really a whole lot of guys. Yeah. I really hate. Like, like Seamus Power. OK. You know, Matt McNeely. OK. Lanto. OK. Right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like, I, I it's kind of just meh. Like, I don't really have strong opinions about this is your I need I need some dinner quick from Grubhub. Chili's is fine. Let's get Chili's. Chili's is <laughs> there fine. you go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm going to join you with Leishman. I that's the All guy. Right, let's go. So you mentioned that you're concerned about his performance around the green. Well, actually, over his last 12 rounds, he's gained about 0.4 strokes around the green. Uh, he's gained in his last three tournaments. He has two top fives. His last three tournaments, he puts really well in Bermuda. And like you said, like a lot of the concourses I looked at with tight lies around the green, undulated greens, Gusta National, you know, uh, you know, Trini Forrest, he was uh, T two there. So, yeah, I, I think if especially if it plays a little more firm, I think this is a golf course for him. I wish it was maybe a little more windy, but hey, look, I mean, I, I just I I, I I I like his form. I think he's back, and I I think it is his ownership. I like him too. You know, I I didn't want to like I didn't want to like Russell Henley this week because he's so short off the box, but. When I dug into it, he's hitting the ball really well lately. Problem is he can't make a putt. But I looked at his putting uh, performances. He's gained the last couple times he's been on Bermuda. Okay. So, and that is his best surface. If he matches at least just a little bit, like if he just field average on Bermuda, the way he's hitting the ball, even if he is so short, and he did relatively okay there last year. I, I like him. And then my fade is usually a guy I like. It's Bazane who. Okay. And I feel like with him, like he's like, like Russell Henley short, like Bazane who is short. Like he's not averaging two more than 285 off the team in the PGA tour. That Man, is that's really weird, short. And it's all it. I think I feel like with him, it's going to be, even though his iron numbers look good, I think it's going to be most, I think he's going to hit 
less greens than most people because it's hitting from longer distances back. I think the margin for error for him is a lot bigger than most guys. It's going to come down to how well he gets up and down and well, how he puts basically it's like, like Kenny McKenzie Hughes, this thing. And I don't really ever want to be on the side of McKenzie Hughes in a tournament like this. So just the fact, I think his margin for error is a lot smaller than most people. He's my fade. I like that for uh, uh, for one of my uh, one of my bets later. Then that makes me happy. okay. Perfect. Uh, so the guy I wanted to ask you about, my other guy, Kokrak. There's no, nope. yeah, I do that. So so he's I haven't pulled I'd like like he hasn't been in any of my shit. But every, as I'm like as I'm prepping for the show and I'm going through stuff and I'm like I keep scrolling by his name and I'm like I haven't thought about him yet. I haven't done anything. There's no there's not a lot of bunkers on this fucking course. He looks like he's from I- Texas. So what would I, what, I guess, what, what would you say to the fact that he's actually over his last two tournaments, he's gained strokes around the green? Mm. Has he really and yet been? he's still been bad. Yeah, so like, what is it? Is his irons just gone to shit? So he's been really bad off the tee. I mean, I can explain away the CJ Cup off the tee, because if yeah, you were fine. just a little offline, it's yeah, in the desert. Fine. At the Shriners with like 80 yard wide fairways, he lost strokes off the tee. Like that was a, a tournament. I think you were on that. I was. Yep. Um, <laughs> let's see. Going back to 21. I mean, T11 at the yeah. tour championship. I think he was actually like T7, though. He was good there. Good at BMW. Like then he went through that weird stretch at Northern Trust and Wyndham. He was bad. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get. I think just what's concerning to me is just. I mean, his iron numbers weren't very good. Just like I, I feel like if he, well, I mean, it was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know. I might. I, I don't think I'm going to play him on DFS, but that might be somebody. Might be somebody I might throw it outright What's on later. It? It's not. It's not a great number either. It's, yeah, it's like fifty to one, right? Yeah, it's fifty. I think. Hang maybe on. Yeah, maybe top. Ten, maybe top ten at like four to one would be a good yeah. jumping off point, I, and, and with like, the opportunity to maybe live bet it if he makes. Yeah, some noise like on Friday, because I, I, I think with a guy like him heading into the weekend, if he's like four or five back, you still can get him at like twenty five to one. Yeah, he's right. not because there's probably going to be a couple guys above him. that will be like eight to one. Right. And then he's not a big enough name where like to put a premium on him. Like if JT was like six back, like right. well, make him eight to one. That's fair. Maybe, maybe wait. I'm trying to. Find, so Kokrak's fucking. Uh, two to one on a top ten. Oh, on your book? Yeah, dude. It's, it's like, uh, dude, you want to talk about gross fucking? And well, maybe maybe target a matchup then. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, see, that see, might... how, see how see how he plays on Friday. See what it looks like off the box. Well, I mean, like a pre-tournament matchup. I don't know what what he's paired up because I don't have a co-correct matchup with him. But I mean, maybe that's the play. I'll have to go back and look. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Thank all you. Right, so, all right, seven thousand hour race. I'm not going to go through all the names, but uh, so. I mean, I kind of just stuck to kind of the blueprint I'm looking for. Just if you have pretty good length, you know, it's that's a plus for me. If you're good with your long irons, pretty good for me. Um, if you got a little bit of course history, it's good for me, too. So, I mean, I like playing Eric Van Roy in a golf course where I feel like there's a lot of real estate to navigate off the tee for him like that. That was a guy who he missed. I think he was almost dead last at the. You know, Shriners or something, just because it was so short. Yep. Then, uh, and then I played him at Summit Club, and he just missed on a top twenty for me. But still, he played really well that week. I like him here. I think this is. A, <clears throat> I mean, it shows he played well at this event last year. He's long off the box. He's a good long iron player. I think it's going to help him. Uh, Ryan Palmer's been playing a little better lately. 
you know, he had a top 30, I think what last week. Yeah. You know, he's a long hitter. He's a, you know, he's an, well, he's an average scrambler. I think what I like about him though, is remember that Scottish open, the Renaissance club. Yeah. Well, that was a joke. And he finished fourth. Yeah. So listen, if you're looking okay. for a narrative of trying and to go with Ryan Palmer, there's not a lot of that, water that, on this course, right? Well, well, if you're looking for a narrative of Ryan Palmer, that's not, he's a Texas guy. You can say, hey, on the you know, last time we played a dope course, he finished top five. And there was a lot. I mean, there was a lot of similarities to that one. Just the fact that, you know, it's a lot of tight lies, undulated greens. I mean, it was a lot slower than these greens, but similar green structures and green surrounds as this place. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he's going to feel right at home there. And then two guys that, you know, two corn fairy guy. Well, not corn fairy guys, but two new guys, basically. Going back to well, Taylor Pendrith, I thought he played really well at the Bermuda. He's a long hitter. You know, he's in his limited shot link starts. He's proven to be really good around the green and a really good putter on Bermuda. So I can't say anything to Taylor Moore. Basically a carbon copy almost of Taylor Pendrith. Just really long, decent scrambler. Has been putting pretty well. So those are my two guys at 7200, 7100. I like down that range. So yeah, so like Pendrith Moore. Uh, Palmer and uh, Van Roy and basically just my cookie cutter bomber template for uh, this range. All right. So I, maybe I'm going to have to look into more a little more because I'm on Pendrith too. Um, whatever. I like being on new guys. They're the devil we don't know, right? Long off the tee, played well. You were on him. Was it last week you were on him or the week before? Uh, I was Bermuda. I was on him. Right. So two weeks ago. So yeah, listen, man, what, what's good for the goose, right? So, uh, so I'll take, uh, I like, I like him as well. And then I texted you earlier about another guy that I'm on. Uh, and you said gross, but not, I don't remember. It was like gross, but not disgusted or something, <laughs> something, yeah. something like that. So Jason day, man, like that's a dude who's still long. Good. Like he played here. Well, uh, played well here last year. Um, I trust him around the greens. I trust him to be able to putt on undulating greens. Like I know he's been a fucking absolute disaster lately, but I don't know. Whatever. Like uh, it looked like he was making a little comeback there over the summer, and then just completely fucking fell off. But he was also playing the open, and then uh, he had some. I don't know. He had some shit going on with it, like I don't know, some sort of like uh, travel thing or sponsorship thing. Whatever, man. I, I'm just gonna take a stab. It's seven K. I'm not saying go overweight on day, but. I mean, yeah, I, I like that. I haven't seen okay. him in fucking forever. Why not? All right. Oh, All right. Was that and only two guys? Was that only yeah, two it's guys? only two. Yeah, yeah it's only yeah. two. So, I, and then I'm going back to the well with HB three. The all the reasons I was on him last week, like what, like uh, maybe the dad swag turned into dad tiredness. You know what I mean? New baby didn't know what was going on. Like he's been really good uh, up until last week. Um, the problems with him is, you know, it's 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 off the tee, um, and then all of a sudden putting will just disappear for him. But it's always off the tee. So if it's if it's not going to be crazy off the tee, then whatever, man. He had like four top twenties out of his last five um, before Mayakoba. So yeah, give me HB three. He's long, um, ish, and uh, yeah. Give it to me. I like HB3. All right. Sounds good. Why don't we take another break and then uh, we'll close out DraftKings. All right. Sounds good. Well, listen, I'm going to talk to you guys about Better Fantasy. It's a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way, which we do like here at this podcast. Uh, 
<laughs> brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it is fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they all also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state like Florida that doesn't have legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today on the iPhone and Android app. Make sure to go check them out at Better, and that's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGP. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. All right, time to go dumpster diving, which apparently is a range you love to be in this week. So why is reveal your uh, grandmaster plan in this range? <laughs> so what's funny is, is I actually, I like a lot of the guys at the higher end. But you know what's funny is, uh, so I like Keith Mitchell too at 7K. I count him as dumpster diving. It's, 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 it's Bermuda. He's long. Whatever. I don't think he's going to fucking win the tournament, but in DraftKings, if you can make the cut, he'll score for you. So... Dude, Russell Knox has a pretty good history here. He's been playing okay. Um, I liked him er- earlier in the week when, uh, for some reason, I thought it was going to be windier. I don't know why I thought that. No idea. Yesterday, I was like, I think it's going to be windier. I just thought it. Like, I didn't look at anything. I was like, ah, it'll be windy. It's Texas. You live, you live your own truth, buddy. I do. That's right. They, um, but I still like Knox, man. He's only four, he's going to be a sub-5% owned. Good course history here. He's a, a little bit of a short knocker for me, but he's good with his long irons, and yeah, I like him. And then I texted you about him earlier, uh, Luke List. Like, come on. Like, why not? Why fucking not? Why not? Like, yeah, Luke List. And then if you want to go lower than Luke List, oh, man, what is that? What the hell is that? I can't even read my own fucking writing. So now I got to – now I now I have to scroll. Uh, is that K? What? What are you talking about? I'm trying to read my writing, bro. I can't read it. Samsonite? <laughs> Fuck you. The, um, oh. Uh, Leviota is... Oh, God, okay. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't know. Dude, this is the 6K range. This is like where I sprinkle. So uh, I really wanted to play Poston, but he is just hot garbage right now. I can't play him. And... Yeah. I I, I'm really annoyed that I can't read that last fucking. All right. <laughs> I mean, just, you said like you said like three or four. Yeah. So, but hold on. Uh, the, where the fuck? Who was it? Now we're gonna have to open up my DraftKings and fucking go find it. Uh, all right. All right. Why? 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 Why not go? So, I mean, yeah. I, I I know Lewis, Liss is oh, popular. Long, long. Adam Long. Okay. So because you missed on him last week at a golf course that was good for him, and then you're not playing this week. And, and this is he. He played well here last year. He did play. And, and he, and he played well last week. He played. There you go. Ride in the form. Let's go. Okay. That's, that. By the way, I thought an L was a K. That just shows you how bad my chicken scratches are. <laughs> like, what the fuck go. is that? All right. Uh, <laughs> just lost my train of thought. I mean, look. I know Lucas is popular, but he basically is fitting everything I'm looking for this week. So, I mean, I'm just going to hope that the ownership isn't really too crazy on him. And that there's a couple guys in the seven range that I like that. Either will probably have, you know, like mid, like single digit ownership that I can differentiate with. So that's fine. I mean, Hudson Swaffer, he's been good, man. And he's long off the box and good long iron player. So, okay. I don't mean, you know, everybody wants to go with Denny McCarthy because he's such a good Bermuda putter. And, but why do you go with the guy who was just the same price as him, who was infinitely longer off the box and, than him and, the, and Wyndham Clark? And he averages yeah. 12 at the box, and he's a good putter on Bermuda, and he's a good scrambler. He does exactly basically the same things okay. as Danny McCarthy does, just he's 20 yards longer off the tee. And, I mean, it went well for McCarthy last year. It didn't go well for Clark last year. It's one round. 
who is to say it might flip this year. So, um, and then, I mean, like I always like I like Tagala. I think he's a good player, but he's popular. But again, he's long. You know, I think it's I mean, it's limited rounds of putting on Bermuda, but he's shown he can at least putt on it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't love this range as much as you do. I think it's probably because I have maybe a little bit different bills than you do. But yeah, those are those are my two guys. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you gotta have to sprinkle it in down here and hope that you fucking hit. If you want to play Burns and you want to play Smith, like it's a must. Like, okay, it really, it really is. Like it's it's fucking impossible. Right. Um, so what do you think about? So if I I could be misremembering this. So if I'm misremembering this, let me know. What about Snedeker? Isn't he the one who fucked me out of a first round leader bet last year? Here, I think so. I can't. I don't I, know. I, I, I didn't go back and look at first round. Okay, I'm pretty sure he fucked me out of a first. I'm pretty sure Snedeker was the first round leader. I could be way off, but I'm pretty fucking sure. Um, but anyway, so so no so no Sneds. All right. No, I didn't say no Sneds. I just said he's a short knocker of the short knockers. He is the king of the short knockers. I mean, he's accomplished of anybody. Wasn't, I mean, the yeah. comp course history that I have on him, which is really old. <laughs> is good and better than anybody's in this range. Okay. I mean, if, Mac- if Mackenzie Hughes could top 10 here, Snedeker could do a, a Mackenzie Hughes. At, at 1%, and I'm pretty – so, I, but I – like, I'm going to look it up. Philip Houston Open 2020. This is great radio. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. So, why don't I do my big short, and then you can uh, you can reveal the audience what you found. So, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I mean, I don't – I think just overall this field, I'm just feeling kind of blah. Like okay. I don't really have a lot of strong like hate takes, and I got a couple love takes. But like, I, I guess I'm just gonna go with. I know he's not really all that popular, you know, in DFS, but it's just a take I have. I think Tony Finau probably is gonna finish outside the top 40 this week, just because I don't trust him on burrito. And okay. I think that's a lean that I've had that's been pretty successful. I know that he's a bomber. I know that he should theoretically do well at a golf course of this setup. But for whatever reason, on Bermuda it hasn't worked out for him. So Tony Finau finishes outside the top 40 this week. I like it. All right. What about uh, your rubbish report? Basically, anything you want to ran, a, ran on. So uh, go right. ahead. The floor is yours. So what's funny is I forgot about this fucking segment until, uh, I don't know. 20 minutes prior. So, so here's what I'm going to say. The rubbish report is I was going to do the whole NFL, but that's just too much, right? So I'm just going to go with NFL refs because I saw something on Twitter yesterday that I have been taking for granted this entire time that I've been a golf fan. We don't really have refs who can fuck up a round. You know what I mean? Like, how lucky are we? Like, I didn't even think about this until like it, it was like a fucking that that meme where it's like uh, it shows the brain, 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 and then blows up. And I'm like, holy shit! Like, I don't have to worry about fucking some asshole umpire, some asshole zebra involving themselves in the the back nine at the Masters. You know what I mean? Like, we are so fucking lucky that we don't have to ha- deal with the NFL refs, the MLB umpires, the guys who think the shows are about themselves and they want to throw their penalties. And did you see the way that dude threw the fucking penalty after he hip checked that dude last night? Yeah, I did. He finger rolled it, bro. He finger rolled it. He was like, mm, Tony Carrenti, mm, I'm on TV. Well, fuck, like 
thank fucking God we don't have to deal with that shit. Like, like what's funny is is the the when we do have to deal with it, we usually take their side. Like when Brooks was trying to say he couldn't hit that fucking ball, and we were like, dude, the judge has it, dude. You can swing through that ball. You know what I mean? Like we don't hate refs. Like they don't decide our favorite sports championships games. Like it's fucking great. I mean, there's always one-offs like the Dustin thing, you know what I mean? Like, but 99.7% of the time we are free to have to worry about somebody who is not taking part in the competition, fucking the competition up. And so that's it. All right. I, I like that. Take. I mean, it, it's, it's funny. Really? You make a great point. And the, I think the only time I'm really like upset about, you know, the, the rules and a rep or something is like, if a guy gets a favorable drop when he probably should, or like if he gets a drop that he only gets and we wouldn't get mostly right. because like, all right, he blasted 50 miles, like <laughs> less of a grandstand, but he can pull it back 30 yards behind him has a clear shot. Degree. Like stuff like that. But that's more of a PGA tour problem. It's not really right. the rest problem. It's, it's not the rest problem. The they, didn't put, yeah. they didn't put the grandstand there. No, I mean, he's just forcing the rule, but yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, besides, the Patrick Reed fiasco oh, where yeah. he just took advantage of a rules official with that. I mean, the, the, you're right. I mean, they never seem like they really interject themselves into the proceedings. And it seems like we're always taking the side of the rule official because <laughs> usually the rule officials like suck it up and just hit this ball. Exactly. It's so weird. It's a completely different experience as a sports fan. And until that dude said it, I, I can't remember said it. Like I, I hate not to give the credit to whoever tweeted it, but I can't fucking remember. And, uh, but I was like, Oh my God, that's the best fucking point I've ever heard. I don't even think about it when I'm watching golf that I have to worry about some ref coming in, fucking this thing up. I was like, it's just a less stress. It's fucking beautiful. And the NFL is just constantly finding a way to step on its own dick. And if it wasn't for fantasy and, and gambling, like the product, the NFL product, 95% of the games suck, suck to watch. Like the, the, the play is not good. And like if you didn't have fantasy or you weren't betting on the game, you would give no fucks about last night's game. Like who's watching that? Unless you live in Pittsburgh or Chicago, no one. Yeah. Yeah. It probably would just become like a regional sport, like baseball or something like that. But you I mean, see? yeah. I mean, all right. Well, yeah, let's uh, get it in hockey. Hockey's regional. All yeah. right. I, I would like to thank the refs for uh, helping shepherd my uh, survival pool pick. Uh, Oh yeah, he was so. I right. saw the landmines last week. Oh. I'm probably going with a safer play this week. I'm, 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 I'm not really liking. That I had to live on the edge on Monday night and stay up till midnight. <laughs> yeah, that's too late for Steve unless he's RBV in it. The. Uh... <laughs> All right. Why don't we take uh, another break and then we'll get into our best bets of the week. All right, sounds good. Well, listen, uh, have you guys heard of Prize Picks? Prize Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Uh, Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. You can go look at, listen to the NBA uh, podcast uh, with Moonoff. Those boys are always spitting up props that are profitable. I blindly follow them. Most of the time they win. Uh, Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator uh, and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of the users that deposit use promo code SGP will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You pick two to five players and over under on their projections, and you win up to 10 times on any entries. Just you versus the numbers. Prize picks allows mixed sports entries, so you can take over on LeBron combined with under on Mahomes and use the award winning app on both App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made within 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. 
Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code SGP to get 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, Ben time. Ben so, time, baby. Boston Capper, tournament head to heads. Why don't you go first with uh, what you got this week? All right, so you said you hated this market, and so I hated it on the book that that, that you know that I have, but my local had some that I liked, right. which is good because I fucking hate the rest of the top 10s, top 20s. I got one. Okay. So I got Seamus Power over Zayn Okay. Minus 110. All right. Listen, love Powers. Don't like Zayn Hoot being a short knocker, like you said. Fucking even, basically, you know, whatever, head-to-head, let's go. And then... Cam Smith, even against Sanjay. Mm. Ah, you can't say you're going to bet him out right and, and then see um, I, me, and then um, well, me, and I take him even money against the guy who will have a blow up day. This is a full tournament matchup. Really? It's not a regular day. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think there's I think there's a difference between spending a guy twenty five to one to win a tournament than taking him head to head in a matchup against another guy I actually really like. Oh, do you like him? You yeah, always like him. Like he's, him he's, like, he's your new kryptonite. He really is. Right, I'll get to him in a little bit. There's a lot of things you want to like about him at this golf course, too. But he, I, he didn't play well there last year. I haven't seen him in a while. That was last year. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay. Listen, dude. It's gambling. <laughs> so I really like Smith. I don't trust him. I'll take him over four days. Hopefully only hopefully only over two. Those are my favorite tournament matchups that end right. on fucking Friday. Um, All right. Well, there there's an outcome to both of that that makes both of us happy. So. Fine. That's what we're here for. We're here. Okay. We're here to share the love. There we go. The, All right, the, uh, and then uh, I've already told you my feelings on Gooch and Wolf. I can get Gooch at even money over Wolf. Give it to Just me. Full full fade. Full fade. Full fade. Full Let's go. All right. And then, uh, and then I, and, oh, dude, I got two more. Oh, I got two. Oh, wow. You really. Uh, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and only one more matchup. Sorry. Uh, and then I got uh, I got your boy, Wise, over Scott, minus 110. I really don't. I, I really don't trust Scott. And look, Wise, uh, like you said, shot me in a locker last week. So be it. Like, it, it is what it is. And uh, he's a good course fit here. Uh, he's played well here. Like, let's go. Give me a Wise over Scott. Okay. All right. Well, I only had two just because I didn't really like the offerings to me. And right. this is kind of a stretch. Would you have taken any of the ones I said if they were offered to you? I mean, I would have taken Seamus Power over Bazanu because I also am fading Bazanu in a matchup. Um, probably not, though. I don't know. I mean, like, it just, it, it, I get some of those, some of those, it could go either way. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't really like doing that. So. <laughs> But I mean, the guy I'm fading Bazayden who not in a match was Matt McNeely. I don't feel awesome about this, but I mean, McNeely can do just basically everything around the green and putting that Bazayden who can do, but McNeely is longer. Yeah. So I, I, it's minus one twenty over him. I like that. Huh? And then I just Mackenzie Hughes is getting love this week because of his top ten last year. And what you need to remember is that was a tournament that was really windy and no one was hitting greens. And when it's those types of conditions, Mackenzie Hughes tends to do a little better. And didn't he drain? Didn't he drain? Like, was this a tournament where he hit like some ungodly amount of feet in putts on the last? I don't know. It seems, seems like that's every tournament with him. But no, but this was even ungodly for him, if I remember correctly. OK, um, I mean, it, it might have been. But so I, I, I mean, I. 
he's paired up against another short nogger, Russell Henley, and I'm going to trust the guy who is a better ball striker over a guy who I don't think has the advantages he had last year in Mackenzie Hughes. So Russell Henley's minus 125 over him. I like that. Those are the only two I was on. Like it. I looked at a couple others. I just I didn't fall in love with any. I, I ended up devoting some of the capital that I would have played in matchups towards top 20s and maybe a couple of their FOMO outrights that I wanted to get on. Have a little more fun. I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, so. All right. How about some positional props? I'll go first with uh, I get two top tens. I mean, like I just mentioned with Sung JM, I get him plus 250 for a top 10. I know he didn't do well last year, but this is this year at some of the golf courses I looked at that I comped this place. He's done very well. He has enough pop off the tee, gains a lot of strokes off the tee, good long iron player. He's scrambling very well. He's a good putter on Bermuda. So, I mean, what more can you ask for with that? He's yeah. a good form. I like him. And then Joaquin Neiman plus 350 for a top 10. I mean, maybe he's just figured things out. And if he has, I think this is a golf course that fits his strength. He's not popular. And I kind of dig that. So maybe he's woken up from whatever slumber he was in. So I'll take Neiman in in for top 10s. And then top 20 market. We had a discussion about this. And last week, we both capitalized pretty good on the books hanging a stupid number on Justin Thomas. Top 20. And maybe I'm getting too cute, but I really respect Sam Burns' game. I yeah. think he is going to be a really talented player next year and really break through into, like, the upper echelon of, like, the yeah. elite. Yeah, I agree. And I got access to a top 20 in Sam Burns at even money. I took it. I football bet it. Let's I just fucking I hate that shit. I know. So I mean I, I took the, I took that. This I might mean, this this might be the week I have to open up that stupid seminal app, but then maybe for the next bonus I'll open up under my wife's name and social because right. because that's the only one you have access to in Florida. You don't have access to WinBet, unfortunately. No. Otherwise you'd be there. Yeah. So uh, I mean some other top twenties I'm on Ryan Palmer top twenty plus three fifty. I like I mentioned earlier he did do well on the last dope course. He does have some length. And so I like him. Uh, I'm on Taylor Moore and Taylor Pendrith. The top 20 is a plus 400. And then Luke List, uh, top 20 plus 375. I already explained those guys in DFS like why I like them. Usually when there's guys in the $7,000 range or $6,000 range, I like it. I usually go out ahead and just put a top 20 in them too. So, yeah. all right. What positional props do you like? I have two. I, I have also have Luke List top 20, um, as we texted about earlier today. And then uh, I took Jason Day top 10, fucking five to one. Gives a shit. Whatever, man. I hate I, – I look at these things, and every week I'm like, I'm going to be better, and I'm going to bet more top 10s and top 20s. And then I look at them, and the odds just – nope, just doesn't do it for me. That's it. Like, I can't – and I don't have a strong enough feeling about some of these younger uh, – or some of these lower cats to, like, bet a top 10 on them. You know what I mean? Like, Burns at plus 150. Like, am I – not a football bet. I'd football bet fucking even money top twenty. Like more than football. I would quadruple bet that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely a little more wiggle room as far as error for Sam Burns right. with that top twenty. As far as right. yeah, I mean, listen, like it's it's hard to make top tens on the PGA Tour. It only yeah. takes. I mean, there's gonna be a couple guys you don't expect they're gonna be there. Yep. A couple of the guys you do expect to be there, and then it leaves basically three or four maybe, spots. Maybe right. three or four spots. Right. Yeah, yeah so. I, I I don't hate that take. Yeah, usually for top tw- top tens, it needs to be plus two fifty or up. Yep. And I usually don't venture past five to one on those. No. Otherwise, I just say why well, just go top twenty at half the odds. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah, found money is found money. Exactly. So, 
All right. Any other uh, props you're on? Like first on leader nationality props. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. So, so I know I said I don't I know I said that he's your kryptonite, but I feel like the Burns top top twenty, and I feel like this bet is the second easiest bet. Top fucking Asian Sun J M minus one twenty. I football bet that shit this morning. Okay. Over who's this competition? Fucking C T Pan and the, I don't know anybody else. Let's okay. All right. I, I I thought you were going to go with the uh, Henrik Norlander minus one fifty over Henrik Stenson. No, no, no. That's, that's available almost, this week. I, I so it's what's funny is I almost did, but I'm like, nah, that's fuck it. No, nope, that's fine. I already took my medicine on that. I'm not going to do it again. And uh, yeah, that's it. And, and he looked all right. Norlander looked all right. No, I'm not going. Uh, Stenson looked all right. Now I don't know if he's going to be able to trust the three wood all day at this course, but. I'm still not betting it just because I, 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 I don't think he actually looked okay last week. <laughs> I looked this. I think he had a bad Friday, but that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, you didn't bet it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I so I, you love that, right? What's that? Him. You love that. Well, yeah, I really like Sung JM this week. So, right. I mean, I think CT Pan's fine, but yeah, it's, my, it's basically head to head against CT Pan and whatever yeah, and other Asians Lahari, there. Lahari. And then your boys. Oh, oh Anderbon? Yeah. Oh, he played good last week. Yeah, whatever. The, uh, <laughs> And then, and then your boy Sung Kang. <laughs> All right, it's so basically it's just Sung Jay minus and a coin flip over there. Yeah, I don't hate yeah. that. So, yeah, it's pretty fucking good. I like it. All right. Uh, I mean, I I already bet Taylor Pender top twenty, so I didn't really want to double down on going low Canadian, but that was one that caught my eye. So his competition in that. So Mackenzie Hughes is the favorite plus one eighty five. Pendrith is next at three to one. You got Nick Taylor, Adams, Venson, and Roger Sloan each at four to one, five point or four point two five and five to one each. I mean, I just I like Pendrith this week, and okay. I don't buy Mackenzie Hughes. And those other guys, I'm not really concerned with either. They don't really move it for me. So, so I can get that at plus two fifty uh, with no dead heat. All right, do it then. Okay, I'm Yeah, that. I mean, I I, I think. I think the odds should be a little closer. I, I think he's a really talented player, and I think he's a better fit to this golf course than the favorite Kenzie Hughes is. So um, why don't you go bet that? I'm writing it down right now. All right. Make sure you actually bet what I tell you, by the way. Yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not drunk right now. <laughs> All right. All right. Why don't we take one more break, and then uh, we'll get to our outrights. All right. Well, listen, do you feel like the last one out when it comes to sports betting? Don't know where to start. If you're listening to this show, you don't, but there's still going to be good information on this stuff. So understand where the market is moving, which smart bets are out there, and have some fun listening to while you're at it. BetQL Daily is the must-listen show for sports bettors and sports fans alike. Uh, Host Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth serve up your wagertainment that – the sports talk love that the sports talk you love with betting insights you need each weekday. Find out where the market is moving across all the biggest sport, sporting events. Miss out on earlier games? BetQL Daily has that covered too with recaps from some of the biggest recent moments in sports. If you're not sure where to start start with sports betting, start with BetQL Daily. Listen weekdays 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Audacity, Spotify, and your favorite podcast app. And, of course, do not forget to go download the SGPN app. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to go toss us an app review and download the app today. Well done. That's right. funny. That was let's go to. Well. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll do better next week. All right, all yes. right, that's Boston Capper. Why don't you go first? What are your? Uh, oh, we didn't do any first round leaders. That was for the other props. That's that's my own category in my brain, bro. Well, then fine. Go to your first round leader props. Go with it. All right, all right. So Scotty, 
because he Scotty and 33 to one. Give me Gucci 33 to one. HB three 50 to one. Jason Day at 80 to one. Harry Higgs at 90 to one. Killer Keith Mitchell 100 to one. And then Ramey. Because you were on him the other the, the other week. And, so, we t- yeah. so we talked about him in the slack. The problem with him is he's really short off the tee. Is he? That's a, that's a guy who, like, it, it's tricky to look at these early season samples of driving distance because yeah. it's only like, like, so to pull back the curtain and how they do this stuff, it's two drives around and then the average of that. So for Ramey, he only has, <clears throat> I think, eight, maybe eight to 10 drives total. That's actually being measured. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's more like 20, but regardless is a really okay. small sample size. But the thing is with him is if you look back to the corn Ferry tour stats, he's always consistently been short. He's always been shorter than like Pendrith or more. Something like that. That's, that's my only concern with Ramey. Steve, you know, this is your job is to teach me about the new people so I can decide who is in the crew and then who stays associated. I mean, so, you should have read the Slack. You know, I said the exact same thing up there, bro. I, I've been, I've been busy. The, uh, <laughs> All right. All right. And then your boy Pendrith, 80 to 1. Let's fucking go. There we go. All right. All right. Why don't we go down right? Ramey's dead money. Awesome. <laughs> They're watching me first on leader now after I said. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Outright time. Why you go? All right. So I got your boy. Jumped on him when you told me uh on Saturday that uh that you wanted him. So Monday it came out bet him. I got him 25 to 1. Cam Smith. I got Gooch at 30 to 1. I got Hatton at 33 to 1. I got Leishman at 55 to 1. And then my my only bomb is Day at 90 to 1. What? Leishman 55 to 1. Yeah, I waited. Holy but. crap, that's a lot better than what I got him at. Is it? I waited. I bet it today. Wow. All right. Well, that's <laughs> all right. You'll be sh- you'll be discussing the number I got him at. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I bet Mark Leishman. I only got him at 35 to 1. Holy shit. Did I finally beat you at a number? This you, never happens. You beat me pretty good at a number. I need a soundboard. I, I, I had, need to buy a soundboard. I, I think on Winbet, he was 40 to 1. And I don't have access to that. The best I could do yeah. is 35 on my Damn. book. Yeah, that is that is an outlier, sir. I love that price. Hold on. Good, good on you. Yeah, I mean, listen. Still... For... That must go be... ahead, keep going. All right. I mean, listen, Like for all the reasons I said... Uh, earlier in the DFS portion, I love the fact that he's been really good on golf courses with undulated greens and tight lies. I love the fact he's been playing a little better lately too. I mean, he's been playing a lot better lately and it's right. everything's been good. You said he was concerned about his performance around the greens. We've been playing pretty well there. Puts really well on Bermuda. I just said, I, I love it. And he's not really yeah. all that popular this week. I think people are overlooking him. So, for, for like, so the old book we used to, the old book we used to share is hanging 50 still. Good Lord. <laughs> All right. Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll have you'll have nine places to choose from soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I shouldn't cry. I'm gonna be uh very spoiled come uh Super Bowl Sunday if they actually so- if they actually get it off the ground by then. Like be, I think it's gonna be a lot of thousand dollars in bonus credit. Like, I know, but I think there's gonna be a lot of I think there's gonna be a lot of angry betters around the Super Bowl who want to bet on here in New York and it's they they're slow to roll it out or something. Something will happen. It's it's too good to be true. So all right. Well, I'm also on Cam Smith 25 to one for all the reasons I said earlier. Uh, I, I did. I don't need to repeat it. Two guys. I didn't mention the $7,000 range that I like that I wanted to save to here. Okay. So I'm going back to the well with Gary Woodland again. He missed the cut on the number at Mayakoba. It seemed like what happened there was he was, a, I, I, he was four under after the first day. He was doing pretty well. 
And then on Friday, he was a little erratic off the tee. He missed a couple putts, missed the cut on the number. This is a golf course. I think that gives him a little more room off the tee. He was hitting the ball pretty well heading into last week. You know, his green regulation rate was okay at Mayakoba. So I think he's still hitting his irons good. And I mentioned on Sunday, I cross referenced a little bit with TBC Scottsdale. Well, Woodland is a former winner there. Now, I think with Kapalua, if you want to do the core Crenshaw Doak, like similar architectural style link, you know, he was pretty good at Kapalua. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I like Woodland here at 8-1. This was the guy, and I said there was going to be a bomb that I did that I thought you were going to FOMO bet. <laughs> and I didn't okay. mention it in the DFS portion. Maybe this is the week, and, and, I, and I say this with, we've been on a really good run of winners lately. Like you look yeah. at the guys who won the fall, like Homa, Rory, Sam Burns, Hideki, like even look Lucas Herbert when you know you bet him and got him at the at the Bermuda. Like he's an established yeah. user name. I think we're due for a stinker. Okay. All right. Harry Higgs been playing really good, man. Oh, fuck you. All right. And listen, he was top ten at the CJ Cup, top twenty at the Wyndham, top twenty at the Northern Trust. Like there's a lot of things that I noticed in his profile that actually I kind of like here, you know, a pretty good on Bermuda golf courses. He averages 300 off the box. He's been hitting his irons pretty good lately. Good scrambler, good putter on Bermuda too. Maybe this is the time for Harry Higgs to finally get his win in 125 to one. I like him. And then I made two FOMO outright. That's I know you're going to hate, okay. but it's, it's the number and I can spin a narrative with it. Okay. The first, so the first narrative is what everybody's talking about. I'm just blindly betting Brooks at 28 to one. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. just gonna do it. That's fine. I, like, I get it. I, I listen. I completely understand. I just won't take. I mean, the, the, I I feel like this is deja vu right now. Where I remember at the farmers, he was searching. He was coming off two missed cuts. Things were crappy, and then he went to a golf course that he liked that he good success at, and he turned around and won. And now he's going to a golf course that he literally helped design and had good success at last year. That now the fact that it's going to be 7,400 yards, like that is Brooks all over it right there. All those long par fours, all the long par fives. I'm not going to let you chuck into it. Fine, but you don't have to. I did. I went down that road. And then it got to a point where Patrick Reed's number dipped to 40 that I just bet it blind. Okay. All right. I don't hate it. I did, I did I mean, the same thing. I mean, I did he the same he thing did just week. recently finish second somewhere, so I know he has some yeah. sort of form in him. Yeah. He randomly shows up on golf courses that don't seem to fit his profile, and he ends up winning every way. Anyways, like if I talk about some of the comp courses that I like for this place, I mean Augusta National, he's won at uh, Kapalua, he's won at WC Concession, he finished top ten at all those places feature pretty tight. You know, well Augusta's overseeded, but tight Bermuda right. wins. You know, concession yeah. at Gus Nash were undulated fast greens. And he was fine until he duck hooked it into the fucking woods on 16. Yeah. So Patrick. So, so you know what? I, I can. <laughs> the fact that it's the number, he has a lot of win equity and he just randomly shows up when he least expect it. I don't know. I bet it. I uh, now I can sleep. All right, I don't hate it. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Hate so there you go. Those are my six outrights. And that's that. I'm going to end up. What's that? I'm going to end up betting Brooks. You're you're probably gonna end up betting Harry Higgs and Brooks. Oh, oh I I just I just bet Harry Higgs. There you there you go. <laughs> so, but I only got I only got him at uh, 110 to one. Sorry. Yeah. So, the, you know, shorter there's not really much difference between 110 and 125 at that point. Yeah. 15. You're still pretty happy if you cash. 
Yeah, fuck yeah. You don't have to uh, adjust your you don't have to adjust your unit size that much or hit your target not there if it's 110. That's that that's what she said. The um <laughs> All right, you got anything uh, else before we wrap this up? That's it. That's it, baby. Let's get back on a streak, man. You anything else? No, that's it. Let's uh hope for a right, wrap it up then. All right. You guys know where to find Steve. Uh, Twitter list Steve is in the Slack, dropping knowledge. Like always, go check out all his articles. Uh, they come out Sunday, um, pre, pri, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I don't know. The motherfucker writes a lot. So uh, they're always out. And, uh, yeah, go there. You can find me on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper. And, uh, yeah, let's break them fucking books, boys. Let's go. Mm-hmm.